It's a time of great victory. Your past does not have to dictate your future. We are on the solid rock, Christ Jesus. God's got something better for you. I said it's good to be here, amen? Amen. I said it's good to be here, amen? Amen. I am uh, really uh, blessed and, how, how, you know, in awe of how beautiful your sanctuary came out. And, and so, you, you may not understand that, uh-huh, but, you know, I'm, I'm a prison minister. And so, I, I preach in the prisons. And I remember one time I was preaching, and about, uh, there was a big storm coming. And about halfway through, the ceiling in back of me caved in, amen. Uh, went and got a, uh, a tarp and laid it down there so the carpet wouldn't get destroyed, and we just kept on preaching. And so, you know, where I preach, the lights don't come off and on, and they're not different colors, amen, and a- 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 amen, and, you, you know, there's no writing on the walls except for, you know, uh, security's a big issue, and, you, you know, bless God, it's not this nice. And so, you know, I, I, I think your sanctuary is, is beautiful, and, and, I, and I, I appreciate y'all asking me uh, to come and preach this morning. God bless y'all. Amen. God bless y'all. And, and so, you know, I, I want to uh, share with you uh, 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 some things that are in, in my heart. Amen. And, and often, oftentimes, uh, uh, when, when, when we're believing God or we're praying for God or we're, we're in the midst of our situation, in our mind's eye, the thing that we want God to do oftentimes is different than the thing that God does. <laughs> amen. I, I see y'all going to make me work this morning. Amen. Uh-huh. So the Jewish rabbis, amen, they consider the person of God and the word of God one and the same. They make no distinction between the person of God and the word of God because what they're saying is, is, is that, that, that the word of God came from the person of God and if the person of God is holy, then the word of God is holy and, and, and I treat it all with the same reverence. Amen. So if that's true, let's just take it one step further. And what I'm saying to you, if, if the person of God is holy and the Word of God is holy, then the thought of God is holy. So in my mind's eye, when I pray, I have already decided how God is going to answer my prayer. And oftentimes, when he doesn't come in the way that I want, I miss God. Why? Because I want God to come in the natural realm. I have a supernatural problem, and I want God to... To, to define or conquer or heal or do whatever it is, my spiritual issue with a natural result. Let, 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 me, let me help y'all here for a minute. Because y'all looking at me like a cow looking at a new gate. 
I remember I was preaching one time, and, and there was a little old woman come up to me, and she stuck her crooked finger on me, and she, and, she, and she said this to me. She said, she said, Sonny. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, Jesus never did all of that hooping and hollering. I said, no, ma'am, he didn't, but everything he touched did. You ought to classify yourself. Have you been touched by God? I said, have you been touched by God? Hmm. And so, in my mind's eye, I'm, I'm telling God how to fix my mess. <clears throat> so I grew up under John Osteen. That was my pastor, and that was my mentor, and I had the distinct privilege of working for him for, for, for about five or six years. And so when Brother Osteen got up in years, amen, uh, he gave all of his ministries away, and uh, I was looking forward to working for somebody else, but Brother Osteen said, you, you, you're going to stay with me. And while that was, uh, uh, was a good thing, I was wanting to get with the younger crowd so I could get some more stuff, amen. But, but, I, but, I, but I was stuck with Brother Osteen, amen. Uh-huh. And so for, for, for some time in my ministry, uh-huh, because, because the Bible said that, that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, uh-huh. And so we can uh, operate in such an area of faith where in our mind's eye we believe that we can change the mind of God or we can actually tell God what to do. There's a difference between faith and foolishness. And so when I started reading the Bible in a different context and understanding what the author was trying to say, I realized later on that God always is in control. And oftentimes the things that I go through, I don't want to go through. But, but while I'm going through, there, God is with me all the time. And, and even when things don't look like they're working for my good, they are working. So, so here's a familiar scripture, and I, I promise you I'm going to get to my message. So, so here's the familiar scripture. All things work together for, for the good for those who are called. Uh-huh. So, so here's how this works. I'm driving down the road. I'm going to use me so I, so I, so I don't mess you up. I'm driving down the road and I hit a tree. And I make it, and my passenger doesn't, and you tell me all things work together for the good. And, and the reason why we have a distorted interpretation of the Word of God is because we have a distorted view of God and how He handles things in our life. 
But if you will be careful and take a few minutes to read the verses above that, it says this. It says that the Holy Ghost, amen, knows the mind and the will and the counsel of God for your life. And it says when you don't know how to pray, the Holy Ghost will pray through you and in you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And the reason why is because he's God. Now Paul says this, if the Holy Ghost is praying in me and through me and for me because he knows the counsel and the will of God for all things work together for the good. Why? Because God is praying for me. I don't, I don't think y'all understand. I don't think y'all understand. I said, God is praying for you. <laughs> the Bible says Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father ever to make intercession for the saints. I get text messages from Pastor Paul all the time saying, I'm praying for you. And I'm encouraged about that. That someone would take their time to pray for me. But you know what? If Jesus is praying for me. Because, you know, Pastor Paul don't know the will of God for my life. But Jesus does. And so if Jesus is praying for me. And the Holy Ghost is praying for me. Then the obstacles in my way. My goodness, have mercy. Huh? I am meant to go through and overcome and climb over. Why? Because God didn't set you up to fail. He set you up to succeed. Ah, goodness. I'm going to preach myself happy. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I haven't preached for a long time. I haven't preached for a long time. Actually, uh. I quit preaching, amen. Went up there to visit Pastor Paul, and he said, are you really going to retire? I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Amen. I said, I haven't preached for a while. I'm not sure I can do it anymore. Bless God. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. Open your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 5. So, so, I, so I can tell you what I don't have while y'all find, first, first, uh, find first Peter and then find uh, Proverbs chapter 3. I'm going to preach two messages at the same time. That way if I don't come back again for a while, you'll have the next one. Amen. So, so, so I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. That's pretty good right there. Amen. I'm not used to all that fancy stuff, but I, amen, that's cool. Amen. So, so, so look, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm, I'm not going to prophesy and tell you this is what's going to happen because I don't know what's going to happen. Amen. Only God knows what's going to happen. A -a amen. I, 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 I'm not going to tell you the outcome of every problem, amen, in your life. I, I'm, I'm not going to.
tell you the outcome of the adversity. I'm not going to tell you where this church is going to be five years from now, five minutes from now, or five days from now. I'm going to tell you what the Word of God says. And and I'm going to find my comfort for, for my situation and your situation in the Word of God. Because I don't care who you are, amen, how old you are, bless God, everybody's going through something, bless God, amen. And your situation may be different than mine, but bless God, we all have something that we're dealing with. We all uh, have a devil that we're fighting. We all have issues, amen. We all have things in our life that we're going through, amen. And, And so we need to find comfort, amen, in the Word of God, amen, amen. I remember I was teaching a, a men's Bible study one time, and, and, and the fellow that was teaching, it, he, was, he was going to school. And, and he was just up there uh, talking about all the things that were happening in his life. And, you know, he, his job was all messed up. His family was all messed up. He was, he was barely getting through school. And just, he was just talking about all the things that were going on in his life. And, and it was a men's Bible study. And so uh, he, he said, does anybody have anything to say? And so, you know, I stuck my hand up and I, and I said, well, sir, uh, in school, Amen. Do, do, you, do you have tests? And he said, I do. Amen. I said, well, do you study? He said, I do. Amen. I said, bless God. So every test, amen, that you go through is an open book test. I said, every test that you go through is an open book test. Amen. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something here and now. If you don't get nothing else out of what I said today, if you don't open the book, you're not going to pass the test. I, I'm trying to tell you right now, you, baby, you can hear the best preaching. You can, you can, you can find whoever you think. the pre- you, can, you can go sit up under T.D. Jakes if that's who you think is, is where you need to go. You, you can go down and sit on the front seat and listen to Joel preach. But I'm telling you now, here and now. If you don't open that book, bless God, amen, you're going to stay right where you're at. 1 Peter chapter 5, we're, we're, we're going to read uh, the first 10 verses, but we're not going to preach all of them. Amen. <clears throat> it says, Therefore I, I exalt the elders among you <clears throat> as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily according to the will of God, and not for gain, but with eagerness, yet not as lording over it those allotted to your charge, but proving to be examples to the flock and to the chief shepherds appears, and you will receive an unfading crown of glory. You younger men likewise be subject to your elders and clothe yourselves with humility one another, For God is opposed to the proud and gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety, your Bible may say care, casting all your care, all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be of a sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And so I want to talk to you and use for a subject today, the rough places. 
things in your life that seemingly seem unconquerable. You, you may even see, well, you know, Robert, the text don't match your title. Give me about 15 minutes. As long as we're serving God, as long as we're walking in, in, in the ways of the Lord, there is going to be uh, adversarial attacks on your life, on your family, in, in your situation that seemingly seem larger than life. Peter is writing to these people because they are facing persecution. And they are getting ready, amen, uh, to either uh, give their life for the cause of Christ. And so Peter sits down and he writes this letter and he's encouraging them. Listen to me now. He's encouraging them in the midst of their trial, they can have victory in God. Now, I don't know about you, uh-huh, I'm, I'm not as smart as most folks, but, but I know that, that, that if I was staring down the barrel of a gun and somebody was saying to me, if you don't rebuke or turn back on your Christianity, I'm going to kill you. I know the last thing that I would want would be a letter from an apostle telling me I can have victory in that situation. Amen. Because what I want is three steps to victory on how that fellow's going to put that gun down. I, I want to know how I'm going to finish the plan that I have in my mind's eye because I know that my life is not over with yet. Y'all going to be driving down the road after a while, so I got it. I got it. Y'all going to be eating chicken after a while, huh? So, oh, yeah, I, I see it now. <clears throat> and, and, so, and, so, and, so, and so Peter, he's writing this letter to encourage a body of believers who's getting ready or who are being persecuted for the, for, because they are being identified with Christ. So I don't have time to, to teach it this time, but, you know, uh, uh, we understand the, the doctrine of salvation. Amen. Saved by the personal work. We understand the doctrine of glorification. We understand the doctrine of, of sanctification. But, but in the book of Romans, Paul introduces the doctrine of identification, where, where he says this, Know you not that you were united with Christ, that, that you were buried with him, and you'll also be raised with him. Amen. Uh, that you were baptized with him. Well, the word baptized means to be immersed, bless God. And so Paul was saying that you were immersed amen in Christ amen and you'll be raised with him so you are identified with the total sum of who he is listen to me listen to me listen to me you are identified with the total sum of who he is and so when the devil comes after you he's not coming after you he's coming after the total sum of who he is in you Let me make this easier because y'all killing me up here. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 3 and 5 says this. 
trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your understanding. So, so I'm going to go back and forth between Peter and Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own wisdom. Is what is is what Solomon? Lean not to your own wisdom, to your own ways. Don't try to 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 work out your dilemma. Trust God. Even if I don't think that things are working the way my mind's eye sees them, so so. So like y'all now, you know, at our church, we can give online, and so that's really cool, and I, I give online on Friday. As soon as I get paid, I give. And, and you know, I say a simple prayer, and, and oftentimes, uh, before I can finish or before I can figure out what's going on, oftentimes, a, a big order will come over my email or something to where I know that God is blessing, blessing my giving. And I've got to the point now where I, where, where I hate to say this out loud, and when I say it at my desk, I whisper it, where I say, God, stop. Because I can't contain the very thing that you're getting ready to get. I, I can't do all the stuff that you've given me. And the reason is, is that, that, that my theology has changed and I've stopped telling God what to do and I've allowed myself to walk in the will and the plan of God for my life. And, 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 and you know, I, I don't know about the recipients of First Peter and I'm thankful that the plan for me is not persecution. But, but whatever God's plan is for you, baby, you got to walk it out. You got to walk it out. And there's got to be something in you more than your pastor's last sermon. So, so, so you know, I, I know the brother's anointed to preach. Amen. I heard him sing. I've heard him play the guitar. But bless God, when the devil comes, I've got to have more than that. I've got to have something in me that, that can put the forces of hell at bay. And so the first thing that Peter does in his letter of encouragement is he talks to the old folk in the church. And he tells the old folk in the church to submit to God. There you go. Bless God. There you go. That's better than I won't do it. Amen. Amen. He, he didn't say it would be easy. He, he just said, hey, you elders in the church, submit to God. Trust in the Lord. Don't lean to your own ways, your own thoughts, your own knowledge, but trust the knowledge of God. He says that God gives grace to the humble. I, I remember for a time in my life, um, let me see how, how I can put this. I remember for, for a time in my life, for 10 years, um, I attended the black church. 
So the reason I say it like that is because I was only the only white person in that church. And not only do I, did I attend it, but I sat in the front row. And, and I was part of the staff, and part of my job was to call shut-ins and encourage them or bring them communion or whatever it is, pray for them. And oftentimes I call and say, hey, you know, this is Brother Robert, you know, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm from such and such church, and, and I, I know you can't come, and I'd like, and they say, who are you? And, and I say, this is Brother Robert, and they say, who are you? I say, I'm the white boy <laughs> that sits down front. Oh, we know who you are now. Now I know who you are. And so my pastor used to teach us, the ministers, to be prepared no matter where you go. Let me tell you something. If you've ever seen me at a funeral, if, if, you've, no, if you ever see me in a church, any church, at a Bible study, I don't care where I am, I am always prepared to preach. I may not ever preach, but I'm always prepared. And so, and so that's what Peter is telling these people. He's telling them that in their persecution, in their darkest moment, in their darkest hour, that God is calling you to service. Oh, my God. And he's telling them to humble themselves. Make yourself low. Make yourself of no reputation. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. So, so that God can work in you and through you. I, I go back to my illustration with the gun. God, I don't need you to work through me. I need you to get me out from in front of this gun. Work through somebody else. I know you got a lesson to teach, but teach it another day, amen. <laughs> and so Peter tells these, 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 the recipients, he tells them to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Now, now, now listen to this. Humility is the prerequisite for service. And service is the practice of humility. Let me say that to you again. Humility is the prerequisite for service, and service is the practice of humility. See, I I, I remember one time, just like y'all did today, I remember I was getting up to preach one time in the prison, and, 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 and the brother said, Boy, Brother Robert, I know you have a word today. And, and, and I said to them, What did you do with the last word that you got? <laughs> are, are you just a storehouse for the word? So, 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 so that when so that when you meet folk of like faith, 
you can argumentatively compete on who has more knowledge and where you got it from. Or does the word in you have a practical use that allows me to operate in the gift that God gave me and the service that he requires me to perform? Oh, you ain't going to like me after a while. Amen. I ain't got to worry about coming back here, bless God. Amen. Amen. If it's my last time, I'm going to preach it right. Amen. And, and so, and so he, 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 he tells them to submit to the hand of God. Or rather, submit to the direction of God. So, so, so let me say this to you. Amen. So, when we talk about sin, uh, we, what, what we think about is um, the sin, the war of sin in my flesh. So, um, in other words, I, I'm always fighting this war within me where, so I'm going to use, use me. So, um, where, where the, the thing that I fight constantly is overeating. And, and I really have to fight, amen, uh, not to overeat. That, that's, that's something that I, I, I fight constantly. And so when we talk about sin, um, our sin or our view of sin is confined to the inner being of who I am in my mind's eye because my focus is always me. Well, y'all really not going to like me here in a minute. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always thinking about, you know, I looked at a woman, I looked at a guy, I, I, I watched the movie, I watched. It, it, it always has to do with the stranglehold or the stronghold that, that sin has on me as a person. However, when God looks at sin, amen, thank, thankfully, he, his, his mind's eye is broader. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his vision is bigger uh, than the thing that I wrestle with on a minute-by-minute minute basis. <laughs> and, and so oftentimes when God looks at sin, uh, he looks at the totality of sin and, and not the sin uh, or, or, or the event that seems to be the thing that your life focuses around. So, whether whether you want to hear it or not, whether you like it or not, is irrelevant. These folks are getting ready to be persecuted, or they are being persecuted, and I cannot tell you if it's the will of God. I can only tell you what God allowed. Are you with me? I don't know that it's the will of God. I'm not sure what the glory that's going to be revealed in them is. I don't understand the goodness or the revelation or the witness or the testimony that's going to come from the thing that I'm facing. But what I do understand is not to endure it 
or deal with it or work with it is sin in the eyes of God. My, my, my. Y'all gone for sure now. Why? Because when I talk about sin, it's the thing that consumes me and never the way or what God sees out of his eyes. And so, 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 so for you, amen, let, let, let me tell you to another way. For you to decide to walk contrary to the will of God is what? It's sin. Thank you. Amen. It's sin. Amen. Amen. And not only in my personal life, but in my ministry and also in the opposition that either God orchestrates, allows, or somehow comes my way. Why? Because in the midst of my trouble, what? I grow as a Christian. I grow as a minister. Proverbs 3 and 3 says this. It says, do not let the kindness and do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart so that you will find favor and good rapport in the sight of God. So every time you see the word grace, you can replace it with favor. Oftentimes, we don't want to walk out the thing that God has called us to walk out. Amen. It's, 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 it's serious. Now, I, I've only come to talk to you about what we get. All of what I've said this for is, is just an appetizer for what I really want to talk to you about. Because I really didn't come to talk to you about the elders of the church. I, I really didn't come to talk to you uh -huh, about the direction of the church. I really didn't come to prophesy to you about what's going to, how God's going to do and what he's going to do and when he's going to do it. I, I, I've, I've not come to talk to you about that, but I've come to talk to you about the next part of what Peter says. And Peter changes his focus from the elders because, you know, in all honesty, we know that the elders pretty much got it together. Amen. They've been walking this thing for a while. But, but now he shifts his attention and shifts his letter. And he says, now, you, you younger folks, you're the ones I got to deal with. Because you're the ones that are going to be here for a minute. And he's telling these younger folks the same thing he's telling the older folks. But, but, but when he's talking to the younger folks, he, he's giving them some ways to hang on in their darkest hour. He, he's showing them in the midst of their worst nightmare how to live victorious. This is what he says. In verse 5 says, you younger men likewise, be subject to the elders, clothe yourself with humility one toward another. For God is not opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. When Peter's using that word clothe, he's, he's, he's liking it to, in his day and time, slaves used to put an apron on. And, and when they got ready to serve, amen, uh, uh, they, they had, their apron was like their work clothes, bless God. And, and, and Peter is telling them, much like that slave put an apron on, Peter said, your work clothes are humility. And, and, and when you step into the office 
or to the thing that God gave you to do, amen, no matter what it is, put on, clothe yourself, wrap yourself up with humility. Verse 6 says, therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the proper time. Oftentimes in Western civilization, we read something in the Bible and we uh, try to interpret it based on uh, our secular view of things. Probably unlike most people in this room, I want to know, what does it mean to cast my care on Jesus? What does that really mean? What does it mean to cast my anxiety on him? What does that really mean? How can I be in the fight of my life? Let me see if I can say it this way. Look here, it's easy to be up in the church, even in the midst of your struggle, waving your flag, bless God, dancing around. What do you do at midnight when the lights go out and it's you and the enemy, the enemy that's dealing, it's you and the thing. What happens at midnight, bless God, when there's nobody in the, there's no music, amen. Pastor Paul, don't want to sleep. Huh? There's no guitars playing. There's no fla- huh? It's you and it's easy to, to, to be up in the house of God when 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 the lights are turning blue and white and, and, and everybody's go- doing everything, huh? It's easy to have and it's easy to speak faith. But what do I do at midnight in the midnight hour, bless God? And so Peter is telling these folks, amen, that you not only need to submit to God as the elders do, and you not only need to have humility as the elders, but you need to be humble toward one another. You, you need to make yourself lower than the person next to you that's going through the same kind of battle, even though your situation may be different, your demon may be different, your, 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 your fight may be a little different. You need to humble yourself uh-huh, toward one another. You need to learn to work together, bless God. Casting your cares or casting your anxiety, <clears throat> it has the idea of... Uh, to, to take a blanket and throw it or to cover. So Peter says this, take, take all of your cares, all of your anxieties, all of your sickness, all of your disease. L- listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. All of the issues that face, all of your sin, all of your sinfulness. My, 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 my. And, and he said, don't just, don't, don't, don't. Let me bow this for a minute. I'll give it back. That's pretty nice right there. Amen. I might keep it. Huh? Don't, don't, just, don't just hand it to Jesus. Don't just give it to Jesus. But take it and cast it. Cover Jesus with your mess like a blanket. My, my, my. Hmm. In the midst of your persecution. Take your fear, take your sorrow, take your brokenness, and cover Jesus like a blanket. My, my, my. (laughs) Cover him like a blanket. And and so, you know, when when I begin to study and read this, I, I was getting excited. 
Because I, I would like to stand up here and tell you that I don't have any issues, that I don't have any fears, that, that you know, I, 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 I would like to tell you that, you know, uh, one Sunday morning I skipped church and, and I rode up to the hospital thinking that I was going to encourage your pastor. The truth about it is, is your pastor encouraged me. And, and, and so when I read this, I, I realized once again somewhere else in the Bible that, that I don't have to carry the load, amen, that, 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 that I can take all of my fears, all of my, all of my cares, all of my sorrows, all of my brokenness, amen, all of the empty places in, I, I know I'm not talking to you, I, I'm preaching to me, bless God. I, let me tell you something, baby. I got some, my issues have issues, amen. I, I, I know, I know y'all got it worked out. And baby, I, I, you know, I, I know just like you play, you are in everyday life. And baby, I, I, I know, you know, the flags and all the dancing you do, bless God. I know that's a way of life. And the things that happen to normal folk, amen, they don't happen to you. But just let me clarify some stuff. I got some mess up in my life, and, and, and I, I need to know how to deal with it. And if you ever pass me on the road, you're going to find out just how messy I really am. Just try to pass me on. Just try to put your car in front of mine. I double-dog dare you. Uh-huh. I double-dog dare you. I dare you to come around me like I'm driving too slow and put your bad self in front. I dare you. I don't have, just for that reason. Just for that reason. Amen. Got no stickers where I'm from, Go no religion, not no I love you Jesus, nothing like that, amen. Because every time I get in my car, I mess up my witness for anybody that's looking at me. And the reason why it happens like that, because I'm already driving 120. And baby, if you're passing me, you must be in an aeroplane, huh? And then got the audacity to come around me 120 mile an hour and then drive 10. Like you must be out your mind. Amen. We all have issues. Amen. We all, we all, we all got things that we deal with. Amen. Amen. And we all need the same resolve. We need to humble ourselves. The, the Bible says that, <clears throat> the Bible says this, watch this. It says the reason that I can take my care, take my fear, take whatever it is that's going on inside, the reason I can throw it or cover Jesus with it is because he cares for me. Amen. Now, I probably need to be in another church because I don't think y'all understood what I just said. <clears throat> there are some scriptures in the Bible 
that if you only had that scripture, you could get through every trial, every tribulation. You could, you could, everything you ever needed in life, you could get from this scripture. This is one of those scriptures. If I didn't have no other word, none, if I didn't understand theology, if I didn't understand sin, bless God, if I never heard preaching, if I never heard teaching, amen, if I never went to T.D. Jakes' church, bless God, if I never sat under John Osteen, if, I all, if all that I had was that he cares for me, I can make it through every trial, every tribulation. I can make it through every sickness. I can make it through every adversity in my life. I can overcome every adversarial attack. I can fight every demon, every devil. I, I could win every battle. I could live victorious in every area of my life. If all I had was he cares for me. Now, when I understand that he cares for me and I got some training, bless God, I got some knowledge, I understand that the person that cares for me in your Bible is in yours too. I ain't got a trick one. Look here. He said this. He put one foot on dry land. He put one foot on the water and he chose the water, what, not to pass it. That who cares for you. Your Bible said that he hung the moon and the stars. That's who cares for you. Your Bible said, uh, amen, that, that he went to the cross and died the most awesome, awful death known to mankind. But he said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. That's what resides uh, in me, bless God. Huh? That's what resides uh, in me. He, he said, look, my, 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 my burden, uh, oh, help me, Jesus. Huh? My, 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 my yoke uh, is easy. My burden is light. Give me all of your cares. Give me all of your sin, all of your sickness, all of your disease, and, and don't just Hand it to me, baby, baby, baby. It's not a softball or a baseball. Don't throw it at me, bless God. But he said, he said, cover, cover me. Cover me with all of your imperfections. Oh, glory be to God. Cover me. My goodness, cover me. Cover me. In the rough times in your life, cover me. I, I like this thing where I can, my hands can be free. Amen. Cover me. Cover me. Cover me. My goodness. Cover me so you can be free. Now, now I'm going to tell you something. I, I know that this, that, that we like to talk holy. And I love my wife. I've been married for somewhere around 25 years. I don't know exactly how long. I, I know it's more than 20 <laughs> and, and not 30. <laughs> Amen. Uh, 
It wasn't until this year that I got the anniversary date right. I was always like a day early, bless God. I said, well, you know, baby, I'll never be late for our anniversary. I'm always a day early. I don't, I don't know why. Amen. And I would like to think that I'm spiritual enough that if I had the choice to switch places, God forbid something should happen to her, I would. But, but in my flesh, in my flesh, I'm not sure. See, see, I, I can't fight the stuff that's going on in me, much less the stuff that's going on in you. But Jesus said, you don't have to fight. All you have to do is take the mess that's in you and cover me because I care for you. And when you do, he said, I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to rise you to a place that that, that word exalt in, in the original text means to make great. <laughs> My goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm going to take your weakness. I'm going to take your mess. I'm going to take your imperfections. I'm going to take everything that's negative and bad about you. And I'm going to cover myself with all of your mess. And in return, I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to exalt you. And I'm going to make you great. Proverbs 3 and 6, it says, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Proverbs 3, direct, when when God is saying to direct your path, he's saying this, in me you have an appointed end. And if you trust in me and, and don't lean to your own ways, I am going to move every obstacle. Listen to me now. I'm going to remove every obstacle in your way that brings you to the appointed end that I have for you. Not that you have for you. Not that what's in your mind. But but God has an appointed end uh, that he has predetermined before the beginning of time. And and God said, I'm going to remove every obstacle in your way that brings you to that finish point. All you have to do, all you have to do is cover me with your mess. Here, let me give you one more verse and then I'm going to be done for real. But, but what we do is that we have turned on T.D. Jakes, turned on Brother Roberts, turned on Joan Osteen, whoever it is that you like to listen to, like to hear, and they have talked to you about fighting the good fight of faith. Nothing wrong with that. This is what Peter says. <clears throat> he, he says, after you've given Christ, after you've covered him with all of your mess, all of your sickness, all of your disease, all of your, all your fear, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're struggling with. You when you say cover, just put the next word, whatever your issue is, whatever it is, or issues. He, 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 he says this, 
because he cares for you. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, roams around like a pouring lion, seeking someone to devour. In verse 9, he gives you direction now, and he says, resist him. Don't fight. See, he's not telling you to attack the enemy, to attack your fear. He's telling you to take your fear, take your issue, and cast it on Jesus and stand. Same thing Paul said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. Hold, baby, baby, hold what you got. That's 2018. Baby, just hold what you got. Amen. Don't, Don't move to the left. Don't move to the right. Surely keep your mouth shut. Amen. Amen. And just what, baby, just hold what you got. Just hold what you got. He's not telling you to attack the thing that's messing with you. He's telling you to take the thing that's messing with you and cast it on Jesus and stand firm. Stand steadfast. Hold your ground, bless God. Hold what you got. Just stand still and watch God fight your battle. Stand still. Watch God. The last thing I want to show you right here says this. The devil, I I, I want y'all to to go to verse 8. I want you to see this. Amen. I want you to see what Peter said. He says this, be of sober spirit, be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So here's what that tells me. Amen. I didn't know you were putting all up on the wall. I just went to the wall. Amen. So, so listen, listen here. So, so Peter says that the devil rolls around. He moves around. He, he, he's got fierce anger in him towards you. And he's roaming around or moving around in this realm. And he's looking for someone to devour. So, let, me, let me give you an illustration. Can I have five bucks? No, right? Can I have five bucks? No. Five bucks? <laughs> Five bucks? Can I have five bucks? I'm trying to find somebody that'll give me five bucks. So just like everybody, I might come over here. Can I, can I have ten bucks? So that tells me that everybody the devil comes in contact with, he cannot devour. He's looking for somebody to devour. And everybody that he comes in contact with, he does not have the ability to devour. Why? The reason why is because that somebody has pulled the truth off the pages of their Bible. Oh, y'all going to hear me here in a minute. Somebody has pulled the truth that was foggy off of their Bible, and they've now put it in their hearts. And that heart now becomes knowledge. Why? That that I don't have to live, bless God, in the mess I'm in. Why? I can take all of whatever's bothering me. And I, I can not only cast it, throw it, toss it, but I can cover my Savior like a blanket with all the imperfections that are in me. Bless God. And what? God will exchange my weakness 
for strength. Help me, somebody. Y'all, 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 y'all ain't gonna help me preach. Y'all ain't gonna help me preach. Proverbs, the very first verse in chapter three. It says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart. After Solomon told his son, he wasn't giving him no new revelation. He wasn't teaching him anything he didn't know. He said, everything that I've told you, you already know. All I want you to do is as you walk through life, keep my teaching. Keep the things that I've already poured into you. I, I didn't come here to give you any great revelation. I didn't come to prophesy about your future. When you find out, I'm going to find out. Amen. When you find out, I'm going to find out. When, when Pastor Paul puts on Facebook, he's here, we're all going to find out at the same time. Amen. I, I've come here to encourage you not to forget or forsake or, or disregard the things that you already know to do. I, I, I've come to share with you, don't just throw your mess at Christ, but, but cover him like a blanket. Give him your mess in exchange, he will give you greatness. Give him your weakness in exchange, he will give you strength. Give him your sickness in exchange, he'll give you health. When he gives you or answers or come to your aid, it may not look like it does in your mind. It may look differently than what you pictured it would look like. That does not mean that he did not answer your prayer. It means that he not only answered your prayer, but he answered it in such a way that it sustains you. It sustains you. There's going to be rough places in your life. Things are going to happen that you are unprepared for. You have to learn to take your brokenness, take your sorrow, Cast it. Throw it on Christ. Throw your weakness on Christ. Humble yourself and let him exalt you because God cares for you. Hey, this is Pastor Paul Golden. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe, rate it, and review. Also, you can help us to reach others by investing today at likechristiancenter.com slash give. Thank you for joining us on LCC's podcast. God bless you and have a great day.